Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 429. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It's a little gray and rainy. It's going to get hot. We are headed into 90 degrees tomorrow. So yeah, summer is arriving. I am listening (laughs) is the title of today's episode. And yeah, we'll unpackage it together. So this is coming from a beautiful song that I will put the link to. It's a chant that uh, Sanatam Kaur has just released on her new album. I believe she's beginning her European tour right now, sharing this music with so many people, hopefully thousands and thousands of people. Um, It is an amazing, beautiful album. And the song that I have been playing on repeat for several days has been I Am. And it's this beautiful, I guess they call it a round. Is that the right word? It's where, you know, you're singing and then someone else comes in and they're they're starting their rhythm while you're still keeping your rhythm. And then another person comes in. And, and so there's these different flows of music and lyrics that are all happening simultaneously. And it creates this incredible play with sound and and words and harmony so I'm going to read you the opening to that the lyrics just at the beginning and that'll explain where this title for today's come from and sort of the energy that we're going to be playing with and flowing into together so it's by Sonatum Kaur if you don't know her know her (laughs) go follow her find all of her music and consume the beauty the beauty and the magic that she's created she has two other people on this album on this song with her and i believe the one is a young girl her voice sounds like a little young girl and then a woman perhaps in between those ages of the other two singers and the one of the beautiful things that i love about this song is it feels like it's bringing the generations together or it's weaving energy through the lineages or um, I don't know if you've ever done energy work on your inner child or you know had a session where you've gone back and connected with a certain age that you were and then that age has a voice and an energy that you can feel still within your awareness that's what this song feels like it's like I am that little one I am that in-between one and I am that one I am right now and I am listening to all of the plays of energy within that wholeness that is all of me that may not be how she intends the lyrics to come through but that's how I received it and then also the I am me I am myself and I am also all of the energies of the world I am all of the energies of the universe I am source God love unity unification I am all of that and I am listening to how that energy is moving 
through all of it. So the song just carries so much energy and healing and integration. And I just feel like it's the perfect vibration for us to tune into together. So it starts with this young, young voice. It feels like a little girl. And she just sings very clearly, who is in the water? Who is in the breeze? They're listening. I am listening. I am in the flow of all around me. They are listening. I am listening. And then the round starts with Sanatam and she says, Satnam, I am grace. I am lifted by your air with every breath. And then the next person comes in and says, Satnam, I am I think she says free and and then they just play with this Satnam I am, Satnam I am which Satnam is a Sanskrit expression that is used as a greeting that says, I see you, I see who you are, I see you, and I am me, and here we are in this exchange of energy together. It's, it's just so beautiful. So I'm just going to read the opening lyrics again. Who is in the water? Who is in the breeze? They're listening. I am listening. I am in the flow of all around me. They are listening. I am listening. I will put the link to the song. Um, I hope you listen to it on repeat <laughs> like I did, am, still are. And then also tune into some of the other songs on the album. She has created just this beautiful frequency through sound of ease. It's purple tranquility is what it feels like, like I talked about in last week's episode. She's just created this... Um, pause through music where you can feel how you are I can feel like how I'm connected to everything and all the parts of me are whole and perfect and belong right here inside of me so a little background on Sanatam perhaps feels relevant because I think that gives context to where this album came from and also ties so beautifully into what I have been sharing about purple and the evolution of the soul and the integration of what's happening with Gaia. If you haven't watched last week's, last week's episode <laughs> or listened to it, you might want to go back and check that out because it'll certainly add to what we are discussing today. Sanatam Kaur was raised in the Sikh Kundalini tradition and worked with the study directly under the guru, the teacher of Kundalini, the man who brought it from the east to the west and, you know, established all of these Kundalini centers and was really uh, a powerful presence, I believe, in LA and in California as that movement started for decades, many, many years. I believe Yogi Bhajan arrived in maybe the 60s or 70s, 70s but did a lot of foundational work in establishing Kundalini as a practicing religion and yoga expression and developed a huge following. And then many, many years later, a few years ago, he died. After his death, a story started to emerge that he had been um, abusing physically, sexually, emotionally, mentally, um, many of the people who were under his... Um, I don't want to say care, who were under his discipleship or his teaching. And it rocked that community because so much of the 
devotion had been handed over, the power had been handed over to this one man who created it and brought all the teachings here. And so I've been watching here in the local community and then also, I mean, this all happened around COVID too, in the, uh, lo the more visible teachers and guides of Kundalini, like Sanatam Kaur and many others, I've been watching how this has um, rocked their their faith and their stability and w what they've been doing and expressing as they've gone through this. And what has emerged are these incredible, at least from two, Guru Ganesha, who has a group called Guru Ganesha Band, and then Sanatam Kaur. What has emerged is this beautiful expression of sound, these creations that come from this deep, beautiful place of truth and healing that honor what they learned in the practice of Kundalini and the Sikh tradition, but without the, the ickiness of handing the power and the gift of that to one man, to one person. Like they've actually, I mean, they always were integrating that practice, but I feel like now it's theirs. It's, and again, this is me witnessing from the outside. I don't know them to be able to say this is what they're experiencing, but here's how it feels in me as I watch and as I, as I receive the gifts that they're now sharing through music. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. So this album that Sonatam Kaur has shared and that she's now going to be touring to share with more and more people in person, it's pure crystal joy, truth, clarity, love, unity, consciousness, like it's sacred. It is a sacred gift of love that she has offered in this new album. And each song has a different feel and message to it, but there's this consistent energy that runs through all of it that is just purple tranquility. <laughs> At least that's how it feels to me. It feels like like she's just landed her boat and she's walking, she's walking through the forest and singing to the trees and the people and whoever wants to listen, this pure vibration of joy and connection. It is, it's gorgeous. So apparently this is a whole promotional episode <laughs> about Sonata Kaur's album. But I think you guys know by now how I feel about music. And when, when a gift of music arrives, in my experience of this life in a specific moment and it absolutely matches the frequency that I'm moving through, that I'm feeling. It's like champagne bubbles to me. It's just this fizzy joy of, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for giving me the chance, the songs that I can sing that express what I have already been shifting through and integrating inside of myself. And so of course I wanna share that. <laughs> I want to share that with you because it makes me so happy. Okay, so that was the one, the one nugget. So the song title, I am, and then the line in it that is, I am listening. How is that relevant or how has that been playing out for me this week that I want to share it here in the podcast? So how do I want to share that? So last week there was this whoosh <laughs> of Jupiter and Aries, let's tell everybody about Gaia evolving into purple and how that 
you know, it's time for all of us to land the boat, <laughs> get out and start walking our paths and, and be in alignment and um, share what we know to be true so that these conversations can become deeper and more harmonious. So there was this whoosh of energy. And at the same time, you know, Jupiter and Aries, personally for me, was activating this, like, what are we going to do for the summer? How, let me back up. I work, I live with teachers and students and have for many, many, many years. <laughs> and so the school schedule is is a lot of how I create my own rhythm. And so I get that same sort of, okay, we're coming to the end of a school year and we're about to have the whole summer. I have that wired almost into my calendar, my personal timelines, my schedule. <laughs> and I've been watching my son wrap up college and come home and my husband getting ready to wrap up the school year and graduate another class on Monday. And You know, all of these like, okay, what do we do? And a lot of my friends, what are we doing now for the summer? What's the summer going to look like? And so Jupiter in Aries last week was on Wednesday, and right before that on Tuesday, I had this beautiful day of, you know, sitting and setting intentions and clarifying what it is I wanted to do for my summer. And I'm calling it a summer of manifestation. And so I recorded a newsletter that I'm going to send out to my list last week on Tuesday, <laughs> like 10 days ago, <laughs> nine days ago. I recorded it and I was like, oh yes, I'm going to get this out today or tomorrow and I'm going to share what I'm going through and it feels so fun. And then it, it, I, it hasn't gone. <laughs> it's still sitting on my phone and sort of half done in my computer. <laughs> like It's just been this, but every day I'm like, oh, this is what I'll get done today. I'll get the newsletter out. And I have been listening. I am listening. And what I kept feeling was, put this piece in place, get this clarified, make this shift, have this happen. All of these little energetic placements of, of, um, I mean, the best way I can do is like describe it. It's like there were, there's like all these threads. I'm moving my hands. If you're watching the, if you're listening to the audio, <laughs> I'm trying to show you energetically what it felt like. It's like, um, there's this, okay, here's Jupiter and Aries. We're going to have this big, you know, expansion of energy. And so, I'm going to have the summer of manifestation and all these things are going to happen and it's going to be super exciting and rah. And also there's pieces within that that need to be anchored, completed, released, fine-tuned, stretched so that the expansion of the energy can actually happen with, with more ease and tranquilly in my system can can just sort of evolve and smooth and so I'll move into this Jupiter and Aries expansion and manifestation energy but not with harshness or abruptness or um, it'll just be like whew, more peaceful almost like when you're bringing the boat into dock like we talked about in last week's episode and it's been really choppy in the water and so if your system is used to that choppiness and then you get into the more tranquil waters you're still feeling the the uncomfortableness of it or the movement of it even when the water isn't reflecting that your body is accustomed to what that's been feeling like and so there's a, a sort of an adjustment period where your nervous system stabilizes and calms and your mind 
understands the shift that is happening in the physical body and water around you and has to sort of write a new story and tie up the loose ends. And then as you actually land in the dock, right, there's this, okay, oh, I'm not in the choppy water anymore. Oh, okay, something here is different. And so it's a more uh, gradual, instead of like a speedboat that just pulls up to the dock, slams on the boats, there's water and wake flying everywhere. And your body's like, what happened? (laughs) That just feels jarring and confusing. And then it takes you longer to adjust when you get out of the speedboat and you're trying to walk on land. I feel like from last week to this week, there's been this sort of gentle soothing and smoothing out that has been happening in me as I have felt this shift in the energy. So, isn't it funny how the words and the energy flow through? I think I have a plan of what we're going to talk about, and then, psh, nope, <laughs> we're going we're going this direction. <laughs> uh, I hope you get to see my hands. I do feel like my hands really express and transmit energy in a, a way that is helpful. And so I think the video podcast is perhaps, as I scratch my ear, the audio is good, but I feel like the video adds another layer of... Um, energy transmission that is helpful to understand what's shifting. Okay, so I transcribed a newsletter. It's sitting in my phone and on my computer. And what has been happening since then are these placements of energy or um, alignments of what I feel needs to be put in place so that I am stepping into the summer of manifestation clearly and steadily and with my land legs, not my sea legs. So what happened was, and really you should be on my newsletter list if you're not already, so you can receive the transmission in writing. I feel like that's another way to receive energy and um, have like the words to ground the vibration that comes through. So if you're not signed up for my newsletter, go to my website and you'll get a little pop-up that says, join my community. <laughs> and then you can just send your email information. I used to send a lot more emails. Now it's like, I don't even know, once every five weeks, six weeks. I probably should be better about it. But anyway, I just trust when it's time and then I send something. And if it's not at the scheduled time of month that I should be sending it, it's just when it goes. <laughs> like last week to this week to whenever. It just arrives when it's supposed to arrive. <laughs> But I I like when I get to write and then put pictures in and create like a sort of mini story book chapter or something that, you know, you can read and feel into. What I realized is that my summer of manifestation has three focus areas. Um, it's not the typical manifestation, perhaps, as I would have defined it by my mind, which is a dollar goal, um, output production, a deadline met, you know, some sort of very um, right brain mass. Is that right? Whatever the brain is that does the masculine structured, you know, charts. That typically would have been what I expect for a manifestation goal. Instead, what I kept journaling and feeling into in my day of setting intentions, morning of setting intentions, were three areas 
three focus areas for the summer. The first is Gaia. Everything revolves around Gaia and how I understand our role to be shifting on this planet or not even that perhaps, how to align and allow more of the multidimensionality and the beauty and the complexity of Gaia to be revealed to us so that our human journey becomes richer and uh, more gorgeous, more magnificent. There's less of the drama and the stress and the overwhelm and more of the delight in this journey here with Gaia. Number one. Number two was um, pleasure. I focus on pleasure. <laughs> if, if I'm not having fun, if it's not pleasurable, it's not supposed to be on my calendar. And for and I know what things bring me pleasure and what things don't. And so to um, be intentional through the summer of creating in advance, listening to my body in advance, to feel what is going to bring me the most, most pleasure and what isn't, and then to start saying no to the things that don't and yes to the things that do. And to do that as gently and kindly and consistently as I can, honoring myself and my commitment to this focus on pleasure for the summer. Pleasure for me is music and sunshine and love and hugs and good food and great conversations and this work that I love. You know, there are so many things that bring me pleasure. But to align and honor what my body is telling me instead of getting into a situation that I know I don't want to be in. I knew I didn't want to be in before I even said yes, but I said yes, and then I'm in it, and then blah, blah, blah. And then that just fosters resentment and irritation and why well, do that? <laughs> so that was number two, pleasure, Gaia, pleasure. And then the third one is um, gratitude, gratitude and affirmations. To be so aware of what is happening inside my mental chatter that I can shift it more quickly, that I can hear what I'm saying to myself and create a thought that actually is more in alignment with the joy of being here on Gaia, with pleasure as my experience and with gratitude for the moment. And so these focus areas, as I, as I was feeling <laughs> the energy like shifting and expanding, and I had these sort of boundaries, not even boundaries, pillars or guides of what the expansion, how the expansion could be framed could be structured for myself over the summer instantly things that needed to realign showed themselves so there was a shift in my energy gym you know one of the classes I feel um, we've just sort of been in a sort of stagnant flow and and sometimes we need to take a little pause and sort of play in other places and recenter in ourselves and then decide like do we come back and and play in a new way where now there's more space and range in what we're sharing or you know in our time apart do we realize oh we're complete with what that dance was and and now everyone has what they need to seed new energy to seed new creations or new communities so one of my classes we completed last week uh, for now and 
And then that opened up this space in my calendar of like, oh, if I'm not committing to that community I'm holding space for, what, what does that open up to? And so it was just so amazing how that happened this week. <laughs> I had a last minute session with a client and then boom, 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 suddenly like there's this group that wants to come back together and do a little bit of work for just a few months. And so we're going to be dropping into a community space and it's it just, um, it's just magic. <laughs> it's magic. And here's why this is the title of today's episode. I am listening is like, um, like even in this moment, right? I am listening to the, the flow that is all around me. I am listening and trusting the images, the thoughts, the words that come into my mind and allowing them to be expressed through my voice in words to you, through my hands in energy to you. Like there's, there's a way that it just, the flow is, I am in the flow and the flow is all around me and I'm part of it. And as I listen to that, it's expressing itself in stories, words, examples to illustrate how how it feels what it is what it looks like and how when we listen i think this is like the key transmission or message when i am listening in every moment as much as possible to the flow of energy there are moments where the energy the flow around me shifts where a new frequency or a new vibration enters or um, the collective is doing this, it's all chaos, right? And there's an ability to bring some tranquility in. And my attunement to that, my feeling of something needs to shift because I can feel the energy coming in and wanting to smooth and, and soothe and soften, it sometimes needs an immediate change. So we are going along doing our thing. I feel this shift and it needs to be expressed. And then that sends some ripples into collective spaces or my family or my schedule or, you know, whatever community space or thing is happening. There's some ripples because this transmission that has come in that I'm listening to is now shifting what is the co-creative space around me. My trust in that, my ability to listen and then implicitly trust and express what I feel and hear shifting is the gift that I am in this moment, in this space, in my journey, in the work that I am doing. And not honoring that, not, not listening, not expressing when I hear that there's a shift or offer that there's something that needs to be opened, not honoring that is like not honoring the water, the breeze, the nature, the, the womb of Gaia. It's like not honoring the creation of all that is flow around me. My specific placement in the whole of everything 
is my contribution back to the whole of everything. And so if I don't honor what I'm here to express or create or share or if I'm not listening and expressing in the immediacy that I have gotten accustomed to and, and trust, then I'm not giving my best to all of the flow around me. <laughs> I'm holding back. I'm compromising. I'm compromising, which leads me to <laughs> what happened this week when I was listening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's all such a beautiful, complicated weaving, isn't it? So I created the newsletter last week. Jupiter and Aries, yes, summer of manifestation. Everything's going to be awesome. And then I had this incredible weekend outside with my husband who was supposed to be working, but then hurt his leg and was home and, you know, still did, did so much. And I was in the yard and the garden and the pool and the sunshine and... Then Monday, I just, it was the uh, full moon lunar eclipse, Scorpio, Scorpio. Like, I know, <laughs> I know what Scorpio energy does. It's powerful. <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling great. Full moon, Psh, this is awesome. <laughs> I scheduled, of course, because that's how Lucy and I work. I scheduled a session with Lucy, my beautiful jinkies guru, master, on Monday morning. <laughs> Full moon and Scorpio, lunar eclipse. What was I thinking? <laughs> I was listening. And we looked at, because we're moving through the Venus sequence, which I told Lucy, I'm like, I don't even know that I was knowing I was doing that. You signed up for it. And now I'm going through it. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> but we looked at Gene Key 14, which is the second one in my Venus sequence. And the shadow is compromise. The gift is competence. And the city is bounteous, bounteousness. Is that how you say the word? Like... To me, that's super abundance, right? So the question that Lucy asked me, which is one that I've asked a couple other people since, and I would probably ask you if you're watching this too, where have you compromised in your relationships? Where do you currently compromise in your relationships? And that question, <laughs> whoa, like took me down a whole path of um, ultimately where I've compromised myself, where I have not honored the messages. I listen, I see, I feel, I know, and I don't honor what wants to be expressed because, because, because my fear that it will be perceived as wrong, because my fear that I'll get punished or judged for it, because, um, it's too much and people have told me it's too much or because my interpretation doesn't match someone else's interpretation and so because that match doesn't happen I shouldn't share mine I mean example after example after example and Lucy guided me so beautifully through seeing so much of that and then also um, doing a, an energy healing and an integration of that younger version of myself who got in trouble who didn't uh, who expressed what I was hearing because I was listening and then got reprimanded and um, shamed for expressing that and how that created a pattern that you know do this in so many areas not just in my relationships in my work in so many areas and so it was a powerful beautiful intense <laughs> experience on Monday 
So I went back out into the garden by myself, <laughs> got all sweaty and dirty and felt, felt everything. And on Tuesday, this album arrived, this beautiful musical gift from Sonatum Core just arrived. It was, I mean, it's probably been out for a while. I don't know, but suddenly there it was on Spotify and this amazing healing and integration was happening in me of I, I am listening. I have always been listening and it's good for me to be listening. And when I listen and I express, it's because that's me. That's my true nature. That's my contribution to the whole of humanity, to all that is the flow around me. And so no more compromising. The mastery, or the, not the mastery, the gift after you step out of compromise is competence. Competence, like actually bringing your value and feeling, this is how I understand it, knowing that I have the ability to do the thing and not compromising on that, but just being competent at it, doing it, expressing it, sharing it. And it's okay if it's not a match to what you believe or others believe, or it's my truth of what I believe. And so I, I'm listening and expressing, and I'm listening and I'm expressing. And so the last couple of days have been amazing. And of course, you know, so many of the people I love are like, that eclipse seemed like it was going to be fine. And then holy, whoa, <laughs> like, what happened? I'm like, I know, I know that little Scorpio trickster <laughs> eclipse like rocked our world. <laughs> so if you have been feeling any of that, you're not alone. It's okay. We're all kind of going through it. <laughs> oh. So today, I'm going to go play for a little bit. When I'm done with this, I'm going to Lisa's garden, which is <laughs> heaven on earth. <laughs> if you live in Cincinnati and you do not yet know about Lisa's garden, I will put a link to her website. Make sure I don't forget. I'll put a link to her website in the description and you can check out what she offers. But she does garden teas. You can go have tea with her in her garden and like she shows you her magic. Oh, it's like it's like the wizard pulling the green curtain back and like you get to see what happens <laughs> that's what lisa's garden is like so anyway i'm gonna go play for a little bit after i'm done with this podcast and then i'm gonna come home and complete the the transmission or the sharing of my summer of manifestation that i'm going to send in the newsletter and what i what i have been understanding and i'm sharing this because i'm sure you have a match or you wouldn't be listening to me right now what I'm understanding is that, and I think I shared this last week, the Jupiter and Aries, they described, astrologers described it as a bang, right? There's Jupiter and Aries, big, like sudden jarring expansion. And then, and then, right, we've got months to sort of be with it and, and be in the expansion and, and adjust to Jupiter bringing us more of whatever it is that applies in our relationship with Aries. And then at the end of that transit next year in March, there's going to be a bigger bang. <laughs> so I feel like this is sort of the, like we had the expansion last week, like the initial jarring. Okay. And now we're sort of feeling what it means and putting all the pieces in place and then starting to step into what that is. And then we'll get this boom, whoosh of extra integration energy right at the end, almost like 
a cannon kind of like rocketing us into uh, like the the booster. You know how the space shuttle? It's like the space shuttle. So space shuttle has that initial rocket launch that like sends the space shuttle up, right? And then it goes all the way up. And then right when it's about to go through the atmosphere, there's like that second burst or rocket. I don't know the terms. You know what I mean? There's that like extra rocket launcher (laughs) that then detaches the, the mechanism from the back that falls to earth. And then the, the rock, the spaceship, goes am I using all the right words spaceship goes through the atmosphere and out into the universe I feel like that's what Jupiter and Aries is giving us like we had the initial okay you're now liftoff you're in the air (laughs) you're going what are you doing which direction are you going to go where's your spaceship headed and what are you going to do between now when you reach the atmosphere and I feel like the atmosphere is that March of next year and then we're going to get that second boost and that booster is going to like really send us off into whatever intentions we are setting now. And so there's phases of that journey that are happening. And what I'm understanding for myself and sharing here with you is for me, there was that initial launch by claiming the summer of manifestation verbally, you know, starting to understand what my intentions will be, Gaia, pleasure, gratitude, and affirmations. And then looking at what needs to be adjusted to set me into that energy, into that manifestation time. That took me a week to kind of figure it all out. And so now I'm ready to ground the energy, complete the newsletter, send that out into the technology IT universe world (laughs) to wherever it's supposed to land because that's how energy works. (laughs) and then that will ripple activations in other people and so me uh, my example of claiming the summer of manifestation and what my priorities are my intention is that activates some inner work or inner looking at those who haven't yet tuned into Jupiter and Aries and or who have and aren't quite sure what to do with it and so as we start claiming whatever for ourselves our summer is going to look like mine is focused on manifestation maybe someone else's is focused on rest or focused on creation or focused on just pleasure or play like you know or whatever as we each claim whatever the time period is going to be guided by we're each doing this right we're each sort of stretching that Jupiter and Aries activation out and going, oh, yes. And so my examples of how I am listening and how the process has been unfolding offers uh, permission or validation to you, to others. Like, how are you listening? What's your way of receiving guidance and then expressing it or integrating it, honoring you, your unique version of the soul in the flow of all around you. And so my example gives you that validation or permission. I do it my way, you do it your way. What does your way look like? Are you listening? How do you how do you hear? What does it feel like when you're listening? Do you do you actually hear voices like I do? Do you do you listen but you see like you're seeing colors, words, images, stories, which I do or 
is it a feeling in your body? Like I have that also, like some of us have sort of all these different abilities and not even necessarily abilities. We have these ways that energy is experienced and, and felt and how that, like how we hear the flow around us, how we feel our part in the flow around us is different for each one of us. And none of them are right or wrong. They're just our way of being intuitive souls in human bodies. I feel like the more we clear the clutter, the chatter, the distractions, the inner, right, gunk, <laughs> the more we are able to hear in different ways and trust more than we ever did before. So I think the album, if, you, if you're able to listen to it by Sonatum Core, will, will drop you into the frequency of um, this tranquil landing that I'm seeing for all of us. I know I'm talking about a rocket ship going up into space and a booster and you know all that, but truly the energy feels like it's it's expanding. Jupiter and Aries, it's expanding, but it's not meant to be a blowing apart. It's meant to be an expansion that we are molding and forming and stretching within ourselves and. As we do that with this calmness and tranquility and trust and listening to validate what we already are knowing, it's so pleasurable, it's so peaceful, it's so tranquil. And, and that really is the gift that we're contributing back to the whole right now. It's having the expansion in this peaceful, integrated way. I got a lot of words for listening, don't I? <laughs> I say I'm listening and then I tell you all these things. <laughs> but that's kind of how it feels to me. It's like I, I get the message and then it's like, do, 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 right? And it has all these stories and words and ways that it wants to be translated. You could just listen to Sonatum Core's album and you'll get the whole same transmission. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of fun to like see me do my whole hand thing and like hear the stories of how I am a hot mess at times and trying to figure it out also. <laughs> yeah. So the newsletter will go today, maybe, maybe tomorrow, but probably today. Um, yeah, and if you sign up, Actually, I'll make it a blog post, too, because if you sign up after I've sent it, then I don't know if you'll get it. Probably not. So I'll make it a blog post, too, and you can find that on my website at um, viviangerard.com. And then the I Am Viv tab, it's, um, yeah, I Am Viv, it's, you'll find it on there. There is a section that talks about books and blogs, and my latest blogs are in that area, so you can go read it there if you want to. Yeah, so what else? Is there anything else I want to share with you? Um, I'm really excited for my summer. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm already seeing where like pleasure can be built in more and more and how cool that is. Um, I've signed up for Andrea Henkel's Patreon site, her community, because she is the best at gratitude and affirmations and changing the mental inner talk than anyone I've met. So... Uh, I'm going to be hanging out there with her so that I can do EFT and tapping and keep changing the little places where energy wants to 
hang on to an old limited story. And I'm going to show up every week here and we're going to tune in with Gaia and keep listening and see what she has to share. So that is what is going on in my world. Um, yeah, I think I'll do a podcast next week, but I'm not for sure. I have a new moon. If you're local, I have a new moon potluck here next week on Thursday, but then we have the holiday weekend and I'm not quite sure yet what my plans are. So I may or may not do a podcast next week. If I don't, happy Memorial Day for all of those who live in the United States. I will be back after that. If I do, it's because there's something to say because I'm listening and, you know, <laughs> I got to share. <laughs> all right. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I'm just sending you so much love. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.